one of the greatest uh, troubles or struggles that we have in our lives is of course to realize and believe in our real value. I remember when I was a young uh, seminarian, still I am young, uh, in 2013 back in Melbourne, there was a decisive uh, moment in my life that I decided to leave Missionaries of God's Love, to, uh, to leave the seminary life and abandon the idea of becoming a priest. Because that year I, I had a lot of opportunity to reflect back into my own uh, personal uh, history and uh, I found that uh, there were a lot of unsettled uh, uh, anger, also a lot of uh, painful memories, uh, the wounds uh, that are not healed and uh, altogether I felt I am a big wound. So I thought I am not worthy to become a priest so I should end this journey. So what I did was I wrote a letter to the moderator uh, of uh, the, uh, about announcing my departure and I put uh, some dates uh, so that he can book a ticket for me back to India and I kept on my table and in those days I used to be the bursar of the seminary and uh, some of my closest brothers they used to come to my room even in my absence they used to check my drawer and if they need any money they would take ten dollars for their needs and they will put a note there by you I needed ten dollars so I took ten dollars so I will bring the receipts back so it's a sort of a um, uh, out of friendship, we had that great confidence uh, and one of my closest brothers uh, uh, came to my room and uh, they uh, found uh, and he sort of uh, noticed the, uh, the letter. Uh, he was not uh, purposefully reading it but he, uh, his eyes fell on the, uh, the, um, the title of it, the departure notice or something. So he, um, and anyway, the, the letter disappeared from my room. And, uh, <laughs> I came back I, um, uh, and I could not see it anywhere, I, I searched for it. After one hour, uh, three other closest brothers with this particular one came to my room asking about how I, am, how I was going with my life and uh, uh, all the formation or uh, altogether about my life. And uh, I sensed something that uh, uh, this, uh, I kind of figured out how the letter was disappeared from my room. And uh, so he was, uh, uh, so they all advised me that, uh, you know, there was only one more month uh, for the retreat and uh, they were saying that uh, your reason is not good enough because you feel that you are totally unworthy. My lines were, the chalice of the Lord will not fit in my hands and uh, those kind of things they were trying to argue and uh, we went for a coffee to, uh, to the McDonald's and um, we had this chat and they, they sort of encouraged me to stay three more months uh, till the time of retreat. And it was Father Tony uh, Schick who was preaching a uh, retreat to us. And uh, one particular day, he was sort of, uh, so m most of my, uh, the, the issue that I was uh, sort of discerning to leave was around an unsettled shame that resulted from my own family background and uh, my own personal story. And I see that a lot of unforgiveness that uh, I thought I could never forgive the persons who uh, sort of insulted me in public, those who hurt me uh, using words and all. So I thought, and uh, so looking at the, the history of uh, the pain of rejection, pain of uh, abandonment and all those things I thought I could never settle in my life. Therefore, uh, such a wounded person should not become uh, a leader uh, for, the, for his people. And uh, uh, Father Tony was that day giving a homily about the genealogy of Christ written in the Gospel of Matthew. And if you know that there are five women written in that uh, particular passage and all those five women had a different uh, a particular uh, uh, background and which speaks about the, the uh, about the family line of a savior that he even he did not come from a 
a particular uh, a, a wonderful family history and all the men were not very faithful to god even the ones uh, received biggest favors in life and so he was explaining that uh, we are all wounded but god will use our wounds and uh, that day i was uh, in one of my prayer times before the blessed sacrament and uh, um, i do not get uh, big prophetic words or revelations uh, in any of my prayer time but uh, sometimes in my life i get this very sort of very moving uh, experience of god's presence and i was uh, uh, that prayer time i was all about arguing with god about my own painful past history i was sort of uh, arguing with god why those kind of painful moments happened in my own personal life why such things i had to endure as a a boy uh, um, and uh, and also a uh, lot of uh, things i was sort of arguing with god i was asked, in fact i was questioning him in fact i was telling him my entire story uh, from what i could remember from my young, uh, younger days and one particular moment i heard this a voice clear in my heart stop you stop telling me about your story now i will tell you your story and that was a sort of a, a bigger revelation for me but uh, i sort of tried to listen what god had to tell about me and uh, the concluding lines of that prayer prayer time was that uh, uh, nothing in my life happened outside the love of god i was created in love created by love and created for love and nothing in my life that happened outside the love of god and uh, i still hold on to that as a, a big big conf- uh, a factor that i ha- i can hold on to uh, increase my confidence in my life that uh, everything in my life happened within the boundaries of god's love nothing happened outside the love of god and in today's first reading we sort of hear the story of the sort of the end of the uh, one of the greatest darkest times in the history of israel which is the babylonian exile uh, we see that the, uh, the jeremiah prophesied about that end that uh, uh, when uh, the people were going through that uh, particular uh, period in their history they, they they hope died because they felt god had abandoned them that uh, nothing is left for them to to hold on to or to be hopeful but uh, now uh, the lord is proving again that his right hand still wins that nothing outs uh, nothing happened in their lo- uh, in their life in the in the life of israel was outside the lo- uh, his providence his care and his love and here uh, the uh, once the temple was destroyed that was the biggest uh, uh, challenge they had to face that the the presence of god is totally taken away from their history they felt the lord had abandoned and but today uh, there is a new a glimpse of hope that uh, a new temple is going to be erected in their own homeland and people can go back to their own uh, their own homeland jerusalem and there will be a temple and the new king is uh, giving an assurance that god has commissioned him to act in the history in in, in the place of god to restore the hope and uh, again uh, today we in the uh, the second reading we hear that uh, uh, saint paul is uh, sort of assuring ephesians and uh, so the, the beautiful lines we are god's work of art created in christ christ jesus to live the good life as from the beginning he had meant to meant us to live it so dear brothers and sisters uh, to to know our value is always a struggle and it's a greater struggle follows it to believe in it and uh, especially around the around our value and what is our real value when we go to a shopping uh, we can uh, when we look at a product we can say this product worth thousand dollars or hundred dollars or five hundred dollars 
what do we really worth? What do I worth? We worth the Son of God. And that's what in the Gospel uh, says. We all worth Son of God. I worth Son of God. Because God has ransomed us. God has brought us back with the blood of His Son. Our, the, the value of our life is the value of the Son of God's blood. We are we, we are brought back by His life, His death. And that's what uh, we heard, that famous line, that um, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. That uh, our real value lies in the Son of God. Uh, my worth is, the, uh, is Son of God. I worth Son of God. We worth Son of God. And that is, the, that is our value. And uh, when we forget that value, that's when we, we fall into despair. That's when we, uh, we lose hope. And that's when, uh, essentially, we fall into sin. Uh, when we, we forget, when we do not realize, or when we do not believe in our real value. Our real value is the value of the Son of God. So let us pray in this Eucharist that we will nourish uh, that, uh, that conviction that we all worth the Son of God. Uh, my real value is the value of the Son of God, uh, the price of His blood, that He has brought us back by dying on the cross. That's what we are going to celebrate uh, uh, on Easter, uh, when we celebrate the cross and the death, death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus. So let us uh, ask for that, uh, that, uh, uh, that, uh, that biggest grace, that we will never uh, lose uh, that sense of value in, in Jesus, in, in the Son of God. Uh, that, uh, that greatest act of love which he has done on the cross, that he has fought the battle for us and he won that on that cross. And whenever we come to the Eucharist, we are reminded of, of our great value, that God still comes to us to love us, to be united with us, that uh, our real value, again, that God cannot leave us orphans, uh, but uh, he comes to us to be with us. And uh, again, we are, uh, we are sort of a reminder of our blessing, that always God comes to us that we can touch him, see him, and test him to see that he is absolutely good.